0: You're listening to Flourish Weekly with Pastor Jen. We know you'll be encouraged by today's talk. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Flourish Weekly. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for being here again this week. Um, It means the world to me that you are listening and that you're giving me this incredible feedback. I love so much to hear from you. So if you're out there and you're wondering, should I contact her? Go ahead and just do it. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, If you have my number, you can text me or call me. I love to hear your stories. I love to hear what God's doing in your life. Um, And really, that's what we're here for. We're here to build a community of people who lean on each other, glean from each other, learn from each other, um, and I just love that you are connected. So thanks for being here. This week, um, I really have it on my heart to talk to you about dreaming again, about getting a vision and um, a hope for your future and really letting that get deep down into your heart. And it is something, I'll be honest with you, that I may get emotional talking about this week um, just because it matters so deeply to me. And it is something that has helped me through the quicksand of despair and um, difficult times, depression, um, questioning, feeling stuck, feeling confused, feeling disoriented. Um, This is something that Resonates so deeply within me, and that I believe God is going to use to set you free and really build your confidence back up and really strengthen you to look at the future without any fear or without any uh, hopelessness and really look at the future as something that's bright and something that's good. I love the quote. I don't know if I heard this somewhere or if I picked this up somewhere, but I've always said if it's not good, God's not done. If it's not good, God's not finished. And so if it's not good right now in your life, um, God's not finished. He's not done with that situation. It may not turn out exactly like you thought it should. You know, God's not up in heaven. He's not a, um, he's not a gumball machine that we put a quarter in and we get our gumball out of. Um, he is our creator. He is our, um, he's our Lord. He's, he's, he is God and we're not. And so he knows what's best and he will do things for our good. He works all things together for good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Um, and I think in talking about dreaming again, and in talking about having hope for the future, we have to first establish that we believe that God is good. And if you question that, you're going to question everything. Um, I know for me personally, I always have to go back to, I know deep down within myself and no one can convince me otherwise that God is good and that he is for me and that he thinks good thoughts towards me. Um, and I, if, if that can get deep down into your spirit and into your soul and you cling to that in the hard times, it's almost like things don't have to make sense to your mind and your brain, things may not make perfect sense. And if you're anything like me, you want you want things to make sense. I always do. I want there to be an explanation and a pattern, and I want to understand why things are happening. Um, but you know, a lot of times in life, we're just we're not going to have those answers. But if we can fall back on God is good, I know that He's good. I know that He's for me, and I'm going to trust and lean on that. Then we're able to get through those times with hope and we're able to get through those times clinging to him and honestly closer to him than we ever get to him in the good times. When we cling to God in the hard times, when we when we run to him and to his feet and to the cross of Jesus and to his throne, when we run to him with our confusion, with our hurt, with our disappointment, with our despair, with our questions. When we run to Him in the hard times, we get closer to Him than we ever get to Him in the good times. Those mountaintop times, those seasons when things are great, those are wonderful, wonderful times to celebrate and release gratitude and just rest and bask in in the reality of how good He is. It's almost like those times... You know, it's like we get to rejoice in our faith. We get to rejoice in the the triumph and the victory. But in the hard times, we have to lean into our faith and lean into Him. And man, we get so close to Him in those times. So today, I want to talk to you about dreaming again. And wherever you are, I want you to just open your heart, just soften your heart, and just whisper to the Lord, Lord, I want to dream again. I want to have hope again. I want to have an expectancy about you again like I did when I first gave my life to you. I want to have hope and expectation for the future the way I did when I was in my youth. Before I got hurt, before I got betrayed, before I got disappointed, before I went through years and months of not seeing the fruit of my labor, before I got weary, before I got discouraged, I want you to renew my excitement and my joy and my hope for the future. And that's my prayer for you today. Speaking of prayer, you guys know I always start off with prayer. I know I kind of jumped right in today, but let's just pray a quick prayer. And then we're going to go a little deeper into talking about dreaming again. Father, I love you so much. And I pray that you would speak to every heart listening right now, wherever they are. Lord, let your presence your hope, your comfort, your joy. God, I pray that there would be a spark today of joy. There would be a spark today of hope as your presence ministers to the, to your people who are listening today, to your daughters and to your sons. Strengthen them, strengthen me in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I was talking to a good friend and, um, I said, Hey, do you have any topics that you'd like for me to hear on the podcast or any ideas for me? Um, she said, let me think about it. And she texted me, um, a few hours later and said, Jen, do one called dream again. And man, when she texted me that I said, yep, I'm doing it because it hit right, hit me right in the gut. And I knew that that's a topic that we all need to hear when we're struggling with anxiety or struggling with depression when we're struggling with um, just life's trials, just hardship, just, you know, even grief. Maybe you're going through a divorce or a breakup. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Those seasons of life, it's almost like the enemy takes those seasons and he, it's almost like you have a wound. Like imagine yourself getting injured and the enemy comes along, and he just pokes at, and he pokes at it, 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 and it's just painful. And I feel like one of the way that he, one of the ways that he pokes at our wounds and our hurts is to really get at our hope. Um, I, when I went through my healing, if you haven't heard my story and you haven't heard my journey and my testimony, go back to um, the episode that uh, called "When Panic Attacks," and in, when I was going through my healing there was such a sense of it's always going to be this way. I'm always going to be miserable. I'm never going to be myself again. I'm never going to be articulate again. I'm never going to be able to get my confidence back. I'm never going to be able to do the things that I'm called and gifted to do. Um, I'm never going to be able to be myself again and do the things I enjoy and enjoy the people in my life. And the enemy just really wanted me to believe that it would always always be this way and I would be stuck forever. And that is one of the worst feelings. It's, it's a miserable feeling to feel like um, tomorrow's just going to be as miserable as today. And, and that's just not true. I had so many people in my life who told me daily and sometimes hourly, they would say, Jen, it's not always going to be this way. It is not always going to be this way. God is going to heal. God is going to restore. And I'm going to tell you that right now wherever you are, whoever you are, if you're listening, listen to the word of God for you today. It will not always be this way. You will heal. You will get through this. If you will lean into Jesus, he will get you through this. You won't get through this in your own strength, but he will get you through this. He will carry you and he will bring you through this. And Tomorrow, it may not be completely better, but soon it will be. Soon you will look back and you will say, God did it. He restored me. He healed me. And here I am today doing what I'm called to do, doing what I love. You're going to have that testimony. You're going to be able to tell people, God brought me through. God healed me and he restored me. And the enemy wants you to believe it'll always be this way, but it won't. It won't. And so you need people in your life who are going to tell you, Let me finish that sentence. You need people in your life who are going to tell you, dream again. And I'm here to tell you today, dream again. Even if it's hard, even if it takes every ounce of your strength today, I want you to just whisper to the Lord, Father, help me dream again and he will ask a friend ask someone you know hey i and you know what you may not even be someone who's struggling with anxiety depression you may not be in despair or in absolute grief you may just be kind of in a season where you just feel stuck you may just kind of be in a season where you just feel frustrated You're frustrated with your boss. You're frustrated with your church. You're frustrated with your family. You're frustrated with your spouse. You feel stuck in your marriage. You feel stuck in, and you don't feel like there's advancement. You don't feel like there's growth. You don't feel like there's movement. And if you're in that season of just kind of feeling frustrated and stuck and confused and a little disillusioned, dream again, believe and dream again, get out a journal and start to write down. The other day I was having my quiet time. And the Lord spoke to me and said, "'Write down your dreams.'" What do you want to see? And that was the words he asked me. What do you want to see? And I started to write down what I want to see. And I started to see it in my mind's eye. I started to see the vision of my heart in different areas. And I started to write those things down. And I believe by writing those things down and making it plain, just like the prophet said, write the vision down and make it plain on tablets for the people to see. Write it down and make it plain so that you can see it, so that you can believe for it, and so that God can can then bring it to pass. And also so you can take the steps to make it come to pass. You know, if if you're someone who maybe does have the dream, you've already, you already have the, the dream written out and you have the dream on your heart and you see it every day and you're already there. Then start taking steps to making it happen. Real practical steps. Talk to whoever you need to talk to. Go talk to that boss or go talk to your spouse or go talk to whoever it is and say, This is where I see us. This is where I would like us to be. And then take steps to making that happen. But I really want to hone in on those of you who just have let go of your dreams and you've let go of your hope. Um, this verse right here is something I have clinged to my entire life, and I will continue to cling to. It's Psalms chapter 21, and it's this incredible, this incredible song that was that was written for the pilgrims that were returning to Jerusalem. And this chapter will strengthen you. I want you to look it up, write it down, post it in your house, listen to it on on an audio audio, uh, app, whatever you got to do, get it down into your heart, get it down into your spirit and pray this prayer. Psalms 121 says, I look, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed. He watches over Israel And you can insert your name there. He watches over Never He who watches over Jinn never slumbers and never sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as a protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and now and forever. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that such an encouraging verse? I love it. In the King James, it says, I lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And you know, that's a, that's a verse of hope. That's a verse of promise that he will watch over you, that he will be your shade. You know, we live out here in the desert and that sun, that summer heat is intense. When that sun is like blazing down on you, all you, you can look around and everybody's huddled under one tree or under one little area of shade. Why? Because that shade is just a a nice break from the intensity. And maybe today you're thinking, my life has just been intense. It's been one intense heat day after another. It's just been one intense hardship after another. I know I have been there. I have been through seasons in my life where it felt like one blow after another, one intense day after another. But man, in those days, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will be my shade. He will watch over me. He will guard me. He will protect me. I might go through those hot days, but he's going to be right there beside me on those hot days. And he's going to help me get through it so that I can come forth as pure gold. Another verse, and this is the last verse that I'm going to share, but another verse that will for sure strengthen you in believing and dreaming again is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Um, when I was really going through my healing I clung to that verse every night in my bed. That verse was 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 one of three verses that would play over and over and over again in my mind, and I just clung to it. Lord, you know the plans you have for me. They're plans to prosper me, not to harm me. They're plans to give me a hope and a future. You know, you just gotta believe. You got to believe that he's good. You got to believe that he's for you. You got to believe that better days are coming. I'm here to tell you better days are coming. Good days, exciting days, fun days. That relationship's going to be restored. That that issue that's going on at work is going to be restored. Your finances are going to be blessed. You're going to put God first. You're going to cling to him and All these things will be added unto you. Dream again. Write down the dream. Make it clear. Write down the things that you want God to do in your family. Write down the things that you want God to do. And then start to believe and dream. Because I'm telling you, when you start to dream and have hope again, creativity starts to come. When you actually start to write down the dream and the hope for your future, creativity, it's almost like once you start to put feet to it and you start to write it down, the enemy, it's, it's like your head starts to clear and the enemy can't stop you from dreaming. And so as you write it down and you start to do do, um, those steps, man, creativity starts to flow. You'll start to to think of ways that you can accomplish that dream. You'll start to think of the people that you need to accomplish that dream. You know, every time in the Bible that God gave someone a vision or a dream, he sent people to help them do that vision and do that dream. I've been reading... um, I've been reading about different people in the Bible who have had a dream and, and that God sent the right people to help them build, rebuild Israel. And and I've been reading about Nehemiah and these different men of God who God gave them a vision and he gave them steps. Even Esther in the story where, where God gave her a vision and a purpose and, and an order of what she was supposed to do. And then he sent the people, the right people to help her accomplish that. It's just throughout scripture there's a vision. There's someone who gets a vision and a dream, and then God sends the right key relationships. I want to I slow down on this for just a minute. God will send you the key relationships, the people in your life that you need to accomplish that dream. That's why it's so important to be selective about the people in your life, the influences in your life the people who have a voice in your life, the people that you're exposed to, the people that you're spending your time with. If you're surrounded by naysayers and negative people and draining people and people who are just always down, 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 guess what? That negativity is going to get down on the inside of you. You're never going to be able to dream if you're surrounded by negative people. Surround yourself with people who believe. Surround yourself with people who see good things for the future. Shake it off today. Shake off the negativity. Shake off the hopelessness. Shake off the Despair and start to dream. God's gonna send people. He's gonna send, um, He's gonna send the right money, He's gonna open the right doors. Your job is to believe again. Your job is to dream again. He's gonna do it. And I also want to touch on this. Dreaming again doesn't mean that you're being proud or that you're, that you have um, selfish ambition. We don't want to be people who, you know, dream for the sake of our own pride. We don't want to be the people who dream for the sake of building our own empire. You know, we want to always be people where our dreams are surrendered to God, Our dreams are surrendered to the Holy Spirit. He is speaking to us. He is even the one guiding the dreaming process. When we start to sit down and write and dream, the Holy Spirit is the one who's gonna put those dreams on the inside of you. So don't be afraid. I think sometimes we get stuck in false humility and we get so afraid we're going to be proud that then we don't dream. Or then we think it's then we think it's wrong to have this, this vision for our life of, you know, maybe maybe you're a young person and your dream is to graduate from college and be the first person in your family to graduate from college. And maybe there's a naysayer or someone in your life that says, who do you think you are to do that? None of us have ever gone to college. Or, you know, maybe you're someone who says my dream is to have a successful marriage and to be married for 40 happy years and you got people in your life who say, are you kidding yourself? No one in our family has ever done that. We've all been divorced. Maybe your dream is to start a business and have a successful business where you make a lot of money. You know what? God's okay with that. He loves for us to dream because why? It means we believe that he is who he says he is. It means we believe his word. It means we believe what he's told us and we believe he's going to do it. So dream again, girl, dream again, bro, dream and let your faith be released in that dream. You're not being proud, you know. Obviously, you're going to check your pride at the door. We're all going to we're going to all going to humble ourselves, stay humble before God, surrender that dream, and say, God, this is the dream that I have. But if this isn't what you have for me, it's yours, and you're first in my life, and you have full say in my life to what I do and what I don't do. But don't let false humility keep you stuck. Don't let false humility keep you shrinking back. Step out and be everything God's called you to be. Be. Confident today. I just want you to know today you're incredible. You're smart. You're strong. You're brave. You're courageous. You've got so much going for you and you can do this. You can. You can do this. Step out, believe, and dream. And God is smiling down on you. As you believe and as you dream, God's in heaven going, That's my kid. He believes in me and I'm going to pour out my blessing on him. Now, as you dream, as God connects you to the right people, as you start to take those steps now to step out and put action to your, to your prayers. We can't just be people who pray and never step out. We can't just be people who pray and never, um, do the work, right? Your dream is going to require your hard work. Your dream is going to require you to do things that make you uncomfortable. Why? Because those dreams stretch us. They they force us outside of our our little our little circle, our little comfort zone. It might even make you make a friend that you didn't think you'd ever make. It might even make you connect with someone that you never thought you'd connect with. It might make you step out and do something you never thought you would do. But as you do that, you're being stretched, you're growing and your capacity is growing and you're taking steps towards the success that you're looking for. Um, I remember Matt and I talking one day about him starting a business workplace language training, which is his business that he travels. um, and he goes directly to the business owner. He goes directly into the place of employment and he does language training in English or in Spanish for the workers on site. When we first started talking about that dream, we were sitting back and we were talking about his talents and what he was good at, what he enjoys doing. He loves language. He loves teaching. And we were talking about that and the dream started to kind of creep up in my heart first. And I started talking to him about it. And then I think he caught it. He was like, you're right. This is an incredible way for us to make money and also for me to do something I'm good at. And so he started to step out. And when he did, it was something that required him to, to actually go and meet with people, to go and meet with these business owners, to send out emails, to make the phone calls, to make the connections, to go and to try to get hired. And then as he did, he started getting classes and he loved it. He absolutely loves doing that. It's, it's something that's exciting and fun to him. And then it's also a way for us to make extra money. And when we started that business it was such an exciting time. It required work for sure, but then it fulfilled such a need inside of him. And it even, I think he would even tell you it built his confidence. Um, and it, it just really, it really excited him and got something brand new going and what an incredible idea and what a blessing, but he had to step out and he had to work it right. We can't just sit back and think that that dream is going to just, you know, just fall in our laps. We have to work the dream. And so God's gonna send people. He's gonna give you the ideas. He's gonna give you the dreams. Girl, guy, dream again. I believe in you, okay? The best is yet to come. The future is bright. All the cliche things, good things are coming. All the cliches that people say, I'm gonna say them to you today until you believe them, because good things are happening. Good things are coming. Don't fall into despair. If you're in a season of despair, fight. I want you to fight. Fight, fight, fight every day, fight every hour. If you have to, fight against that despair. Fight! Don't just curl up and 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 remain in that in that state of despair and hopelessness. Get these verses. Go back and listen to them again. Say them over your life. Say them over your day. If you can't muster the strength to say them, just think them. Just think in your mind. Lord, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. You know the plans you have for me, plans to prosper me, plans to give me a hope and a future. In Jesus' name, I believe this for you, okay? Have a great week. Lord, have mercy. We're going to have a good week. We're built up now, aren't we? We're ready to go. (laughs) You guys, I love y'all so much. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know if this encouraged you. Let me know what you're going through so I can be praying with you and agreeing with you because I love you so much and I know you're going to get through this. I know that your best days are ahead. Have a great week. We're so glad you joined us today on Flourish Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and tag us on social media. You can also connect with Pastor Jen on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening.